Welcome to the Day Luna Human Design Podcast, where we discuss all things human design and how it can support you and your spiritual journey. This is not a one-size-fits-all podcast. We are here to inspire awareness about how we are all different and help you answer the questions of who am I? What am I here to do? How am I here to do it? You can thrive and live the life of your dreams just by having awareness of your true self. So dive deep with us, get inspired, and start living your life on purpose. Hello, and welcome back to the Day Luna Human Design Podcast with your host, Dana and Shayna. We are super excited to be hopping on today because we just have so many beautiful things in our life blossoming and growing and blooming, um, you know, awakening within us in the spring season. So before we even turn on our microphones, we've just been like talking for like an hour because we're just so excited about everything um, that's blossoming in our life. And I've, you know, been talking to a lot of you on Instagram and hearing the same from you all that there's just so many exciting things that are wanting to awaken within you. Yeah. I definitely feel like right now is, um, it feels like this precipice, like we're all on this kind of in this bubble that's like about to burst into like a, a amazingness. Um, which I know obviously <laughs> there's a lot of dark, shit going on and there's a lot of heartbreak and sadness and death and there's there's a lot right um but there's on that other side of the spectrum there's a lot of growth and uh rising and it's always going to have this polarity um we're in a really polarizing time so i feel that like not that bubble burst that i think people think of in a negative way like oh the bubble's gonna burst and it's all gonna come crumbling down i feel like this bubble burst of stepping into your purpose and stepping into your power and stepping Mm -hmm. up as a leader um and really using your own unique gifts and wisdom to lead the new paradigm to lead the friends and family and community around you into a better way of doing things into deeper understanding, deeper self-awareness, deeper self-love. So I feel, I'm just feeling it all. I'm feeling that, that, yeah. And lately um, I wanted to talk about some things that we've been doing lately that feel really good. And I've been into tapping lately. I just, I don't know. I, I didn't just discover it. I started doing tapping maybe two years ago and I really liked it, but I didn't do it consistently. And I've been doing tapping every single morning for the last two weeks and I love it. Um, Mm. It's really, I don't even know. It's kind of supercharged my energy in a, in a way and I'm just loving it. So So how do you do it? Do you like do tapping on the points as you're like speaking in affirmation or do you do it to like shed or release things? Like what's your process that you like to do? Yeah. So I love doing guided tapping. I love Gala Darling. I mentioned it um, on a few episodes ago and um, my dogs are jumping around here. Um, And I love her podcast and she, you know, she's this badass manifester. So she definitely is her own brand. Like she is a vibe and I'm into it. I'm kind of really into um, 
letting her manifest her energy initiate my projector ass. Like I feel, <laughs> I feel um, like ready to just receive it mm-hmm. and not have to be, you know, the one guiding or the one um, like having to think my way through all of it. I mean, obviously as a projector, I can't help but analyze everything that I'm doing constantly and with this tapping it's been really nice because I can just trust her expertise and just let her initiate me and so anyways long story freaking long sorry I just put on her podcast or one of her tapping sessions and I've been just carving out time every single morning to tap and it's yeah you you work through all the different points and you say these affirmations out loud, a lot of them are about manifesting and releasing and stepping into more of your own personal power, your creativity, like turning on all of your switches to receive um, inspiration and creativity and connection and love and joy and abundance and all of that stuff. So I'm just into it. And it really does. I feel like a superwoman after I do it. And my whole day is just amazing like I can say for two weeks straight every single day has just been really great because I'm starting it off really great but of course for me I have my top left arrow pointing left and I have an active mind and having my go-to routines is really really supportive for me I love doing the same tapping session over and over and over again and then I'll probably get sick of it in you know a month or two and then I'll be doing something else every single morning um, and cultivating those those go-to rituals and routines. So anyways, I was into Pilates for a while. Now I'm into tapping and I'm yeah. feeling it. But also I, kind of, I'm kind of sore. Like from tapping? On, yes. Girl, are you tapping no, too hard? I think I am because like on the tapping <laughs> You just points, get into it and just go. Yeah, like on the tapping points, I'm like... <laughs> I went to do it this morning and I was like kind of tender on <laughs> on those spots. I was like, okay, I know people do this every day. So maybe I'm going too hard. I, I don't know. I've only experimented Anyways. with tapping a little bit and I'd like to experiment more with it. But um, I was tapping on like these different facial points as I was trying to release fear and like, you know, saying the mantra of like, I release these fears in kind of more specific ways. And I found it to be extremely powerful. Like, I think it's powerful to use your voice always. But for me, tapping and using my voice together, it almost felt like 20 times more powerful. Like, I really could feel the the intentions that I of the things that I was shedding or releasing. Like, I could feel it, like, instantly leaving my body with the aid of the tapping. So it's really amazing to see how, like, our body has so much... Um, just intelligence and wisdom. And there's so much that our body can really support us in, in our healing. If we choose to kind of combine that physicality and the intention behind it, like there's just so many ways to explore and to play. Um, Yeah. So fascinating. Yeah. It's interesting because I think, you know, I don't know much about um, tapping, but I know that it's, you know, uh, something that you can really learn and, uh, it's a skill that you can apply towards, um, you know, helping people like psychologically release trauma and mm-hmm. um, navigate healing, um, release their limitations. 
But I, I know like saying these things out loud, um, whether it's like an affirming thing or a receiving thing or a releasing thing on certain points, um, there's a whole thing behind it. So yeah, I don't science. know what it is, but yeah. I'm into <laughs> curious. It. Yeah. Yeah. All and of then those fascinations. Of, of course, I the whole time I'm tapping, I'm like, oh, this is a receiving and I'm tapping here. Like, let me pay attention for the next time I'm tapping here and see if it's receiving again. I'm like trying to figure it out as I'm yeah. doing it. And then I have to remember like, Shana, just you're not even listening to what you're saying because you're just mm-hmm. thinking about how this all works. Like, stop. Just let yourself yeah. receive somebody else guiding you and stop trying to like figure it all out all the time. Yeah, yeah that's beautiful. I love that. Yeah. And for me, you know, in the spring season, so much of like my physicality and my body has really been coming into my daily practice too. Um, Like I've been feeling really called to nourish my body through my food and to really listen to my body about what my, what food is actually craving and what my body really is going to feel supported by. And food is an interesting thing for me. I think, you know, as a projector, food is not like my number one thing in life that I'm focused on. Whereas my manifesting generator husband it is like food rules his <laughs> life. And Literally. for me, food is like this, you know, something that I need to do. Um, it's not really like a, pa- a passion for me or a fascination for me. It's just like a way to fuel myself so that I can keep going. So food has always been kind of just something that I've put on the back burner. And I'm starting to really feel how all of the food that can be medicine to my body is something that I can really utilize as part of my spiritual practice and supporting myself and grounding down all of the things that I'm wanting to create. So, you know, in my journey with food, um, not eating meat and being plant-based, like these are all things that I've kind of just been exploring. Like what does my body really guide me towards? What really feels right towards me for me? And um, recently I got really into this guy, Doug Evans, who actually lives here in the desert where I live. And he is all about sprouts and he's wrote wrote a book on sprouts and in on his Instagram, he literally talks about sprouts every single day. And he is so freaking passionate about sprouts. Like he lives and breathes sprouts and his authenticity and passion is so infectious. And so it's just been calling me and calling me. And I was telling Shayna this about how like sprouts, Shayna, they're so vital. <laughs> they're so vital and alive. And like, there's so much protein in them. And like, that's what my body is really craving. Like that vitality in sprouts is something that I want to integrate into my life. And then she was like, if you say sprouts one more time, I'm going to lose it. And yeah. Like, and also just now when you brought it up, I was thinking, here we fucking go. Like sprouts, 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 sprouts. And honestly, it's not even about sprouts. Like I love sprouts and I'm so glad that you're into them and like sprouting and so healthy and into your body, like great. But also we were in Costa Rica and we were sitting with our team and, you know, who don't know, like, I mean, they know us, but they don't know like our, like how we can call each other out on certain things as much. I don't know, but I came across as like evil Scorpio vibes because they were all talking about sprouts and like jamming off each other and sprouts, 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 sprouts. And I was like, if you say sprouts one more time, I'm going to lose it. And they were like, geez. But also like, I don't even know what that word means anymore because I've heard it so much. So anyways, so what about sprouts in this season are you 
sprouting on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm just into the idea of being able to grow your own food, you know, being able to sprout your own food um, in your kitchen because living in the desert, you're not really able to garden outside, but I really want to experiment with just growing my own food and consuming it and allowing that kind of like natural and cyclical process of like really intentionally knowing what I'm putting in my body and contributing towards that. I just feel my body is telling me that that's such a healing and supportive thing for me to do. And for some people, they've been on that journey. Like they are passionate about that. And for me, this is kind of something new that is coming into my life. So in the spring season, that's one of my intentions um, is to grow sprouts. And actually I have a friend visiting right now that is a splenic projector, a mutual friend that Shana and I have. And this bitch brought mushroom, oyster mushrooms that she's been growing in this like little box with her to my house. And she's like, yeah, I've been growing these mushrooms. I think they should be ready by Thursday. We could probably eat them for dinner. And I'm like, what? I'm trying to grow mushrooms and sprouts. That's next level. Yeah. And that's next level. Nobody brings their garden to like your house because it's going to be ripe when she's visiting. That is- I know classic splenic Splenic. projector i know so also i kind of feel like the word sprouts now can be like a very descriptive word for anything um (laughs) and i'm i'm kind of now more into the word um it came around yeah it came around like i don't know i just feel this sprouting in my life like oh sprouts sprouting Um, yeah we have so much sprouting in our lives right now we are both feeling like elated on top of the world about our online reader training coming out soon. We've been putting so much love and intention into creating this online course, and we are so excited about it. A lot of you guys have heard us talking about it on the podcast that when we went to Costa Rica with um, you know, our 35 women that we trained to be human design readers, we filmed the, the lectures and the coursework and now are creating this online, you know, completely online, uh, 30 plus hour self, self-paced training. And it is so exciting and beautiful. And we've been putting all of our heart and soul and intention into all the little details. And it is coming soon. Yeah. It's so, okay. So we just announced it's coming. Doors open 4-4-22. And we honestly just have been using our strategy and authority. And it's been freaking amazing. We're really excited about it because... It's what we wish we had when we were learning human design. And it's a culmination of everything we've learned and everything we've experienced through all of our readings and all of the Q&As that happened in Costa Rica and just the magic that came together. Meditations, deconditioning work, exercises, journal prompts. Um, We really just poured as much as we possibly could into this training because we feel really passionately about spreading human design. And the way that we can do that the most is by training other people about the system and giving them the tools that they need to then use their gifts to share this knowledge with other people. So we are not wanting to just train people to do what we do and that's it. And they're like mini versions of us at all. That is not what we want. We want to give this information to as many people as we can to empower them to take it and run with it and like shine as brightly as they possibly can, make it their own in the sense of 
they're the ones communicating it. You have different gifts than we do. And leaning into your highest expression um, while using the system to empower and change the lives of people around the world, um, it's going to look so different. And people need your leadership. They need your wisdom. They need your insight on working with this system. So we're just really excited to spread this this amazing life-changing system. Yeah. And it was so amazing to be able to do that in training first in person because we got to see firsthand all of these different individuals and the way that they were able to really understand themselves and understand their uniqueness and authenticity and then be a unique messenger of human design. So we got to see how amazing it is to see all of these different people giving their own flavor of human design. So we are just so excited for the expansiveness of this online course. And a lot of you have reached out saying like, I wish I could be there in person, but I'm a mom or I live in France or whatever. So I really am excited to extend that sense of community and coming together um, to the online reader training. And we're going to have all of these different kind of um, things built into the online course where we get to connect with each other. We get to hear each other's questions. We get to um, share in our experience together. Yeah. And um, having that community is, we've now discovered, just so huge. So one of the things we wanted to offer, and it's really important to us, is a little bit of an aspect of mentorship with this. Because obviously, all the people who got to come to Costa Rica had this mentorship um, where we got to connect and ask as many questions as they needed to, um, things like that. So Anyone that signs up before May 4th, which I'm into May the 4th, be with you. All the numbers. I know all (laughs) the numbers are just juicing me like 4422, (laughs) which is basically 444. Um, And then May the 4th. And and anyways, there's a lot of numbers in there. (laughs) But anyone who signs up by May the 4th, they will get to be in our quarterly Zoom um, meetings. So Every three months, we're going to meet and um, on Zoom as a group, all of our human design readers, um, and you'll have the opportunity to ask questions about whether that is human design, what you've learned, if anything came up for you that you didn't quite understand or didn't quite click. You'll be able to ask questions about your business and um, maybe how things are going with clients, if any roadblocks or hiccups or anything confusing has come up with your clients or your business, um, any tips or recommendations you have about your business or integrating it, um, using your own gifts with with this information. Um, So it really is just going to be a time to check in every few months and see how you're feeling, see how things are integrating and have that connection, that community with fellow readers, because we are really, you know, human design is exploding. It's growing. It's really people are wanting this information. And the more readers we can have, the better and the more that the readers can connect and learn from each other and support each other and shine with each other, the better. So yes. And this is the time more than ever, like with this mass exodus people are having in their career life, you know, people just knowing that their career is no longer right for them, knowing that it's not aligned with their dharmic path um, and just being open and ready to find what is aligned and what is authentic, authentic for them and what is purposeful for them. Um, so we're really excited. And so the course is going to launch, the doors are going to open on 4 22 
And we know that so many people who are wanting to become human design readers have been along this podcast journey with us for quite some time now, like listening in and learning about human design in this way. And we didn't really have the intention for our podcast to be like human design education. That's just what we're passionate about. And we just, you know, started making this podcast because we felt excited to talk about these things and excited to connect over them and share them with others. So, so many people who have been listening to this podcast are really like fascinated about human design and nerding out with us and are wanting to become potential readers. And so we really wanted to show our gratitude um, and our appreciation for our podcast community. So we are doing a um, giveaway for our online reader training course. We're going to be selecting a winner to get completely free tuition for the online course. So as this podcast comes out, um, you know, on the mar- on March 31st, we're going to be selecting the winner. So make sure that you um, enter for a chance to win before that. And the way that you enter to win is by sending us a screenshot of your podcast review um, to giveaway at daylunalife.com. And we will randomly select the winner on um, March 31st at 4, 4, 4 p.m. PT. So we are super excited for that too. I think it's going to be a really fun way to just launch into this uh, online course with so much love and gratitude and connection to everyone here in this uh, virtual community. So yes, we are so excited about that. And really what we came here in this episode to talk about is um, actually listening to our body and trusting our body. And I think that this is something that has come to us because of this spring energy, right? Things are growing. We're wanting to work on things. We're wanting to build things. We're wanting to um, put new ideas out into the world. And as we do that, it's so important that we are always tuned in with our body about how we're meant to use our energy, how we're meant to work on things. And this question comes up so much. People ask us, can I actually trust my body to guide me towards how much I'm meant to work and when I'm meant to rest and what I'm meant to eat so that I can nourish myself properly so that I can create these things I'm wanting to create in the, in the world? Um, people ask us, you know, can I really trust my body or is my body going to betray me? You know, what if my body tells me that, you know, I want to just lay in bed all day? Or what if my body is craving something that's bad for me, like cigarettes or alcohol? We get these questions a lot because people are wanting to really trust their body and move forward in in their life, being able to use their energy correctly. But these pings of doubt, these pings of conditioning, these pings of just mental confusion can kind of come in and cloud our ability to really feel and trust our body. So that is actually what we wanted to talk about today. We wanted to share some of the most important questions that we get. Um, We wanted to share some of the insights around how we are able to listen to our body. Um, We wanted to share just kind of like little tidbits that you can look at in your human design chart to give you some support and understanding on this entire realm. So we do encourage you to have your human design chart with you for this podcast. Um, If you don't have your chart already, you can generate your human design chart at jovianarchive.com and just kind of follow along with this conversation. Yes. So, um, so many of our clients have been specifically asking about food and, you know, if I listen to my body, what if I just want to eat Oreos all the time, or I just want to eat ice cream every single night, or I want to, um, 
you know, smoke cigarettes or I want to overindulge or go backwards on, you know, my sobriety, things like this. Um, and really this comes from our conditioning can our conditioning telling us that our body it's so it's natural for everyone to have cravings. It's natural for everyone to, you know, if you just did whatever you want, then you would blow all your money and you would overeat and you would, you know, make bad choices. Um, you have to be responsible. Things have to make sense. Otherwise you're going to be in trouble. Um, you can't be trusted. All of that is in our collective messaging from, you know, forever. So really it's so important to know and to start noticing where you have that conditioning. The times that you feel like, oh, I couldn't do that. I would, I would overindulge. I would overspend. I would over whatever. Um, so, so noticing when that comes up and when you start to feel that tightness in your body of like, oh, I couldn't do that. And then it's about, okay, if I listen to my body, what we recommend doing is set a set amount of time, two weeks, one month. Okay, I'm going to listen to my body. And when I'm standing in front of my fridge, let's take food, for example. If you feel in your body this this energy, if you're a generator or man gen, this energy to want to grab the ice cream, um, let yourself, let yourself grab the ice cream and releasing the guilt and the tightness and the frustration in your body when you do it. And that might look like for the next week, you eat ice cream every night. And there will be this shift if you really are releasing that tightness, that guilt in your body of actually, I don't feel energy towards that ice cream. I My mind says I want ice cream, but what I feel energy towards is this fruit or this juice or this whatever. And it's really starting to notice the signals in your body. Is this coming from my mind of what I thought that I like and what I thought that I want? Or is this coming from the energy within my body, my body's uh, system, navigating system of, I want this, like I actually feel energy to take this thing. So there's a, a few parts here that I've kind of touched on. One is um, noticing your conditioning, noticing when you have that initial thought of, oh, I couldn't. The second one is listening to your body and not your mind. Does your body actually want this thing or does your mind just tell you that you want this thing? And then the other part is the detox period. And this is what I'm referring to with Maybe you eat ice cream every night for a week or two weeks. Um, this detox period happens and is is completely natural and almost needed when you have been doing something and operating from a place of conditioning or burnout. So a- any type can experience this detox period or needing this detox period, whether you're a projector and it's with you burnt yourself out and you're exhausted and you need rest or you're a generator or a man gen and you really, maybe it is around food and you feel like you can't trust yourself with food. And so you need this, this time to just let yourself come back to neutral in a sense of listening to your body without judgment, 
without saying, well, I should be doing something more productive or I should be eating something more healthy, but instead saying I should be eating something more healthy, but I'm not listening to that thought. If that thought pops in your mind, I'm choosing to just listen to my body. And right now my body wants this ice cream right now. My body wants to just lay on the couch and watch movies. And I'm not going to judge myself, even though I want to. And every time I do judge myself, I'm going to like push that judgmental voice out of my head and let myself detox, clear out this conditioning. And at some point when you truly allow yourself to do that, you will have this connection, this spark come back of what you really want. Um, Your body is not leading you towards things that are going to, um, pull you out of alignment. Your body is always trying to lead you towards more alignment, being in the right place at the right time. Um, so really it is this deep trust of all in any detox period, whether it's with rest or food or whatever, it is this trust fall. And you kind of have to prove it to yourself that it, that it makes this shift. Um, it's almost like when you're really tired and you get a lot of sleep, And maybe you sleep for, you know, you take a nap for a few days and then you feel super rested. And by the weekend, you feel like I can't wait to go out and play and hang out with my friends and do all these things. You actually have this like this. It comes to this turning point. Whereas if you just force yourself through, you never get to that turning point. So I know that we've all probably experienced that turning point in our experience um, as humans. And so knowing that if you are going through this detox period of really trusting yourself and letting yourself overindulge or whatever, it's going to come to this turning point where now you are actually wanting the things that you were trying to force yourself to do before. Yeah. Yeah. And really... Your body is so intelligent. Your body has so much wisdom. Your body is connected to the higher flow of all life, right? So your body really truly knows its place in where it's meant to be and how it's meant to operate. Um, And so that's why using your authority just in general in life it really kind of allows your mind to take a passenger seat in in navigating your life. And it allows your body to be led by this magnetic monopole that exists in all of our G centers. And so your body is really just like effortlessly flowing towards what's meant for you. Um, It truly is. But it's just, can you actually tune into that? Can you actually quiet this extremely loud mental chatter that is at the forefront for most people because of our conditioning? Can you quiet that to be able to actually tune into our body? So even though our body is always really connected to what is best for us, what's right for us, what's meant for us, it does take active intention to actually tune in to our body, right? Because we are so taught to just completely live from this mental place. And that conditioning of living from this mental place Um, and really thinking that someone else knows the answer that's right for you, that some outer authority knows more about your body or what's right for you than you do. This conditioning is so profoundly deep um, and such a huge part of our overall experience of life. You know, as human beings, um, you know that in your human design chart, we all have these nine centers and we're operating as nine centered beings that are really here to uh, live through this spiritual awareness and live through our body's wisdom 
and use our authority that lives in our body. But this wasn't always the case, right? Humans have gone on this kind of spiritual evolution that if you think of like Neanderthal caveman, um, humans were existing as this five-centered being and really operating with these five main energy centers. And at that point in our evolution, we really were connected to our bodies because we were mostly living through this splenic awareness um, and really feeling everything on this very intuitive, primal, instinctual level, very connected to nature. Um, And then as we evolved into seven-centered beings, which is more like how you would think of the modern man, you know, creating civilization, creating tools and strategies and technologies and being able to create cities and um, industry, things like that. As we were living in this this seven-centered space, um, this is where we were really using our mind. And we were focused on living life through this mental awareness. And this is the entire, the way that we built our entire society is through this seven-centered mental awareness, strategic focused, um, manipulating nature, manipulating our environment, and kind of in a way going against what is natural, going against our body, thinking that our body being connected to nature is something that we need to overcome, right? Something that we need to problem solve our way out of, something that we need to fix with a mental strategy. And living from that seven-centered mental place literally is woven into the fabric of every single thing that we do. It's woven into the fabric of our Western medicine. It's woven into the fabric of our economy and the way that we sell goods and sell services. Um, this, this idea of outer authority, this idea that you can't trust your body, this idea that your mind is, is more important or stronger than your body. So this conditioning goes deep, right? And we now are living and have been living as nine-centered beings since 1781. We shifted again into this new way of being and we'll continue to move into that direction as we move into this new paradigm. But we're still pretty new in living as these nine-centered beings. We're still learning how to really actually live from this place of spiritual awareness and body presence once again, and to release that mental chatter. So it's really important to know that this conditioning that we all have against, can I really trust my body? um, It's deep, right? We all are experiencing it and we all are going on this journey of rewriting the collective narrative that our bodies are intelligent, that our bodies are good, that we can really trust ourselves from that place. So I just wanted to highlight that that conditioning goes so deep that it really sways the way that we live in every moment and to tune into your body's truth, right? Everyone's body's truth speaks to them a little bit differently. Like this example that Shana was just talking about with manifesting generators and generators, your sacral chakra It's always going to be the hierarchy of your truth in your body, that consistent thing that is going to tell you, yes, this is right for me or no, it's not. Yes, it's right for me to engage in this activity, whether that's napping or going for a walk or no, it's not. Yes, my body is really craving and wants this food and that tells me that it's right for me. It's aligned for me to eat this food, even if it's ice cream or no, it's not, right? So mangens and generators, these sacral beings, your truth is really coming from this sacral authority and then if you are you know, a projector, for example, you might have different, more subtle places in your body that are really guiding you towards your truth. But everyone, everyone is designed to feel your truth in your body now, not your mind. And it takes that active intention, that active reprogramming to be able to listen. And I've found in my own experience, my body always knows what I really want, but it's sometimes it's like, I, it's too much work to listen, or I don't want to hear the truth of what it is. 
And it's just easier, faster to numb what I feel and to just go for something that my body wasn't actually guiding me towards. Like a good example of that for me in my own personal life is my body will tell me when I need to stretch. When my hips are tight and I've been sitting too much and I need to get on the floor and stretch my hips out and do some yoga, do some pigeon pose. But then I'm like, oh, I just, I don't feel like doing it. You know, like it's easier for me to just sit back in this chair and kind of ignore actually what my body was really wanting, what my body was really telling me. And I think for most of us, the deepest layer is really our truth. And maybe the more surface layer of what we feel is our mental conditioning saying, no, I don't need to listen to my body. No, I don't need to actually go there. Um, And, you know, what I'm not expected to do yoga right now. Other people don't do yoga right now and stretch. So it's okay if I just abandon my body or betray my body. So actually, that's the place where betrayal really comes from is feeling our truth and then not following, not listening to it for whatever reason. Yeah. And also there's, you know, your mind is brilliant. Your mind, you know, this becoming these seven centered beings um, was so necessary and so needed. Um, But it did weave in a lot of our conditioning, like Dana said. So I just want to say, you know, your mind is brilliant. It's here to observe. It's here to process. It's here to um, get inspired and create inspiring things. Um, Your mind is here to be a big part of your life and your life experience. And you can be in alignment with using your mind um, a thousand percent. But it's just really noticing, you know, if you have a fear around self-betrayal or that you can't trust what your body's telling you, or if you have stories of this is just how I am, this is just, you know, in my family, this runs in our genetics, this runs in our family, this is what my parents did. And so this is just, you know, how I am. It's so interesting. We have so many stories and I've been watching, you know, this show recently and, and people have been saying, oh, well, she came from, you know, a family of doctors and, you know, being in the medical community runs in her family. Um, Or this person came from, you know, a family of whatever. And so it runs in the family. And it's like, how does, how does a career, how does a a choice of what to work on um, run in your family? Right. Um, And I've seen it on a few shows recently and it's just, interesting how we can really have these stories and really listening to your body. The stories once again, come in the small places of I, I should want um, dessert. I should want ice cream. I um, it's good to splurge or it's good to whatever. And that might be your truth. Your body might be saying, I want this thing, but also, it could be coming from your mind. Um, so when we get that question of, okay, well, if I listen to my body, I'm just going to eat poorly. Like, that's just what my body wants. My body is craving that. A lot of times, that's your story layered onto that. So we would encourage you to really, really check in with what your body feels. That energy in your body, that lack of energy, that contraction Um, is this contraction in my body because I feel guilty because I feel afraid or is this contraction in my body because it's a no for right now, or it's wrong for me right now. Um, 
really listening to your body and being honest with yourself. Nobody outside of you is going to be able to tell you what your body is feeling. Nobody. You're the only person that is going to know and be able to really tune in and be able to really be honest with what your body's telling you. So when you decide to make that commitment to decide for yourself what your body's telling you and release your stories, that is the biggest way that you decondition in general. It helps you to then fully lean into detoxing whatever crap you've been holding on to and not allowing yourself to do. And then it allows you to come back to your truth of really making choices that support your highest good. Um, And also, I just want to say that everything is energy. Everything's energy. So if you're eating something and you're thinking, I can't believe I'm eating this. This is, I'm just so bad. Like, oh, I'm spoiling myself or like, oh, just today, treat day, all of those things. Um, that's the energy you're consuming. Yeah. That and digesting. Is, and digesting. Yeah. yeah. It's digesting and- guilt, digesting shame, digesting the fact that you're bad, you know, digesting the feelings that you have around that food is energy that you are consuming. Yeah. And food is a great example, but this can be applied towards everything, not yeah. just food, towards rest, towards spending, towards, um, I don't even know, like literally everything. everything. If you are yeah. consuming it with exercising. guilt, exercising, yeah. If you're consuming it with guilt and fear, that is what you are. It's heavy. It's weighing you down. Yeah. It's pulling you away from your truth. And then also, if you're not listening to your body, but instead you're listening to your mind. So projectors a lot of times have conditioning around being lazy and resting. And um, if rest, how much rest is good and how much rest then is overindulging and is lazy and um, is not good for you. And is you avoiding your life? Like avoiding facing the things that you're meant to do or avoiding, you know, stretching like me, uh, <laughs> avoiding exercising, things like that. Like what is the the slippery slope between is what a lot of the people's fear is like, is there a slippery slope between trusting myself and then going too far where I am now avoiding my life, not living, not doing the things that I need to do? Yeah. So that theme in general, not just for projectors, but rest versus um, numbing or yeah. uh, avoiding um, rest versus escapism. Um, and if I let myself rest as much as I want to, then I would just watch movies all day long and I would avoid my life and I would be numbing myself and not being this vibrant person. And we have so much messaging, especially in this more spiritual wellness community of have a morning routine and do all of these, these things. And, um, you know, if you're watching movies every night, then you're missing out on your potential and whatever. Um, and while all of that may be really helpful and may be really true, once again, nobody knows how you feel in your body. And mm-hmm. checking in with your body's navigating system, checking in with your authority of what does my body need right now and can I listen, that is so important. So it might look like if you haven't been allowing yourself to rest or if all of your rest has been Mm -hmm. guilt-ridden, beating yourself up, 
for the first month, all every free moment you have, you just want to lay on the couch and watch shows. And that is okay. Yeah. That's the detox. (laughs) Yeah. I know. It's like, who else would tell you this? Um, It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Cut yourself some major effing slack. Like you don't have to be keeping up with all of the things that you have to be doing and bettering yourself and blah, 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 blah. If you're freaking exhausted, there's no space for any of that crap that you're trying to force yourself to do to even land and help you in your life. So take the time to detox. And every time that voice creeps in of, oh, am I going too far with this? Am I whatever? Um, Check in with your body. And if your body says, no, this is just what's right for me right now, whatever your authority is, let yourself detox. And then it will, it will flip to feeling, you know what? I feel good. And I'm fascinated by this morning routine, or I'm fascinated by this um, evening meetup thing. Um, And Mm -hmm. it will, it will flip to this, this other side. So, um, but in this, this topic of rest versus escapism, it is a fine line Mm -hmm. with, you know, say you are rested and you haven't been beating yourself up and it has flipped over to having these more fascinating things. Um, when things come up in your life that are difficult or challenging or traumatic, um, the difference between rest and escapism, in my opinion, or in my view right now, is that rest, um, when you've listened to your body, is healthy. And mm-hmm. when you are not avoiding a conversation, avoiding a difficult um, emotion, avoiding... Um, you know, making a decision when you are avoiding those things in your life and you're like, you know what, I'm just not going to make this decision. Let's just put on a show or I'm just not going to, I don't want to have this conversation. It's too hard. Like I'm trying to watch this program or I'm trying to listen to this podcast or whatever it is that you're kind of numbing out with. Um, Once again, you are the only person who will know if you are numbing or if you are escaping or if you are just genuinely filling up your cup and letting yourself rest. Yeah. Um, so it's all about being honest with yourself. And how do you do that? It's literally using your authority. Right. So if you don't know anything about human design, like learn your authority. That's that's mm-hmm. what you need. <laughs> yeah. And I wanted to share just kind of some tips that may apply to you depending on your design in general. So this is definitely a place that we you'd want to be looking at your chart to see if these tips apply to you or not. But actually, the first one that I want to start with is eating by your diet in PHS. Um, I find that doing that just further helps you honor your own individualism. It helps you further individuate yourself from what other people are doing or what from what other people are, you know, say you should be doing or even what other people are doing around you in your own house. So when I am leaning into my diet, which I have nervous touch. Um, and eating in a stimulating environment, when I focus on doing that, it becomes so much easier for me to just clearly feel what my body is really wanting to be nourished or not. And so I really think that that can be one of the most helpful things because instead of focusing on what you're not or what other people are doing or something outside of yourself, you're really focusing on your own internal empowerment to know what's right for you. And it just kind of builds that magnetism around that ability to do that. So that's definitely the first thing that we would encourage you to do 
it echoes out in other areas of your life. So focusing on your diet and just leaning into it more, it's actually going to help you with sleep. It's going to help you with knowing when you want to exercise. It's going to help you with knowing when you need rest or when you don't. Um, So it's just kind of something that has this ripple effect. And by focusing on that part of yourself that is so unique and different than other people, all of the rest kind of naturally feels easier. So that's a big tip that I would share with people. Another one is if you are a non-sacral being, if you are a projector, a manifester, reflector, and you live in a home with people who have this sacral energy, um, you can really feed off of their sacral energy when you're around them. And you may really feel like you want to overeat when they're eating and you're not actually hungry, but you're just kind of riding off of the fumes of their sacral and what's maybe right for them. And in that same way, it can be even more difficult to allow yourself to say no to going for a walk and to allow yourself to just rest on the couch because you kind of get carried away by their sacral engine and their sacral responses running your show. So it's so important to know if you are this non-sacral being living in a home or having roommates that have a sacral energy to make sure that you spend time clearing out your energy each day to make sure that you spend time alone every day, just outside with your feet in the earth or taking a bath to kind of cleanse yourself and create a awareness between the separation of the people around you, sacral and engine and yours. Because you can find as a projector when you're on your own, it's like you really are listening to your body. You are eating in a way that keeps you feeling light and fresh. And then suddenly you're around a generator and it's like you want to eat like huge portions every day and it doesn't actually feel right for you. You're just kind of like mindlessly going off of the conditioning that's in your environment instead of actually tuning in to your body's unique messaging within you. Um, Another thing that I want to share is if you're a reflector, for example, but also if you have an undefined spleen or an undefined G-center, you know, these are all places of sensitivity. You know, if you have an undefined G-center, if you walk into a physical environment like a restaurant or someone's home, and in your body, you just feel like this rest, this environment is not right for me. Something feels off. Um, you know, having this undefined G center makes you very sensitive to the frequency, the energy of that environment. So it's really important to trust yourself. That's going to tell you if this, you know, gym, for example, is the gym that you want to work out in or not. If this restaurant, for example, is the place that you want to eat and consume the energy of or not. So really trusting that if you have this undefined G-center, your body's wisdom is correct. It's not misleading you. It's not you being judgmental or too picky or weird. So it's so important to trust that that sensitivity that you have. It's really guiding you. Um, and also in the same vein, if you have an undefined spleen, you really have this intuition and empathy to feel if other people are healthy for you or not, right? If their energy feels light and good and uh, healthy, or if they feel kind of off or toxic or just not right for you, not healthy for you. And listening to that and knowing that that is one of your greatest pieces of wisdom, one of your greatest ways to discern, you know, who you're meant to be around, who you're meant to um, live with or, you know, eat around, et cetera. Um, so really just trusting those sensitivities instead of having this mental doubt that comes in and saying, Am I being too judgmental? Am I being too picky, right? So discernment is powerful, right? It's one of our greatest pieces of wisdom that shows us how we're meant to use our energy each day. And that doesn't mean that just because someone is unhealthy for you, doesn't mean that you need to judge them and then label that person as bad in general, right? 
No one is bad or good. Nothing is bad or good. Things can just be right for you, healthy for you or not. So that's a really great place to kind of look at as far as building trust in your body. Yes, 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 yes. I'm into it all. And I just want to say that, um, you know, we're all, we all have different gifts. We all have different purposes. Some people are really called to work with food. Some people are here to go on this journey of not loving their body and understanding what truly loving their physical body uh, means. And that might be around rest. It might be around food. It might be around um, self-worth. But really noticing, okay, where do I have these stories? Which stories am I holding on to because they feel good? feels good to indulge in them and I'm using them as an excuse to not feel my body. Um, Being honest with yourself. And, you know, Dana and I are not perfect at all. We have plenty of places where we choose to not listen to our body because of stories that we might be holding on to. And so, you know, I just want to encourage you. It's not about being perfect. It's about having awareness and discernment and uh, listening to what your body is telling you as much as you possibly can and trusting yourself, trusting to say, you know what, I'm not ready to face that. And that's my truth right now. Um, I'm not ready to uh, release this story or whatever it is. Um, Being honest about that with yourself. Honestly, that is the first step of having more awareness and leaning more into self-trust and releasing conditioning. So it's always going to be a journey and a process and we are here for it. We're here for you. And also we're grateful for, you know, the guides that want to step up and say, you know, this is unhealthy or this is healthy. Um, You know, I think a lot about people who are called to working with food or diets or creating custom nutrition plans or the people who are called to, you know, um, pointing out what, what food and what corporations and what, um, programs are unhealthy or toxic or are hurting our planet or are hurting our, our bodies that we don't have awareness of. They're bringing awareness to this. They're bringing that to the light. You know, everyone is called to different purposes. And I'm really grateful for everything that comes to the light. And as that happens, using your authority, because it is all energy, like we said. So um, there's this amazing dance between taking in healthy conditioning, aka what other people are saying and teaching us and showing us and helping us with and deciding what you want to um, apply and use and what your own authority is saying, nope, that doesn't apply and I don't want to use that right now. Or yes, that applies. And actually, thank you so much for sharing your thoughts or your insight or your teachings because I want to learn from you. So it's always this beautiful mixture. We're meant to be conditioned by people and we're meant to decondition what doesn't serve our highest good. And we do all of that by using our authority, which we say every fucking episode. (laughs) And (laughs) it still is something that we say every day in our lives. And it's so, 
it never gets old, at least to me, because it's just so it's it's like every single day yeah. and it's so necessary. And it's not like this overarching concept. It's like, no, in this small moment, I felt myself tense. I felt myself have guilt. I felt myself have a story. And how can I and like massage that energetic knot out of my energetic body? Yeah. Like just let it go. And come um, back to truth. Come back yeah. to trusting your truth. Come back to knowing that your truth is always there to support you. It's always accessible to you, right? You're always yeah. empowered to feel what is really right for you, what is really true for you. And that is a huge message, right? That's a profound message to know that you can trust yourself, that there's no one outside of you that knows more than you, but you are designed to take people in and learn from others and be, you know, you're not just this like individual floating out in space. Like you're here in this collective with the people around you who are meant to teach you things, who are meant to um, show you different aspects of yourself and to challenge you to be able to access your truth at deeper and deeper levels, no matter where life yeah. brings you. Yeah. So we hope this episode can encourage you to just fall deeper into trust with yourself, fall deeper in love with yourself, um, let yourself detox, giving you a permission slip to um, just go there, like trust fall into your own arms, seriously. Um, and you know, we are grateful. We're so grateful for this community. So if you're interested in being a part of this giveaway, um, please submit a review, take a picture of it, email it to giveaway at daylunalife.com. Um, you have until Thursday, which is two days from now. And, um, submitting hopefully by 4 p.m. because we are going to pull the person at random by 444, of course. And um, we're going to email the results to that person. We'll also announce it on Instagram so that way you know. And then when we open our doors on 4422, we are running a promo for 10% off of our course until 411, which once again, I'm into these numbers, <laughs> 4422, aka 444, and then 41122, which is 424. But okay. I'm into it. You said I'm too many it. numbers. I don't know numbers anymore. I know. Well, you know what? Use your authority. But I know um, the power <laughs> of one. I know the power of two. I know the power of four. Those are my favorite numbers. Yeah, they're sprouting. Um, <laughs> so, they're sprouting. They're sprouting. <laughs> hashtag sprouts. Hashtag sprouts. Um, so <laughs> you have the promo code. It's on our website. Um, you can check out everything about this course. We also have an amazing video that captured amazing footage from the retreat. Shout out to Kirsten, our videographer, who was incredible. Um, so that's also on our webpage as well. And um, lastly, we just want to remind you that um, we on Instagram, we would never just randomly start following you or randomly email or DMing you for readings. Um, there are several impersonation accounts out there of us trying to uh, ask for payment or DM you for readings, things like that. We would never do that. We're projectors. Um, we are in our own little lighthouses and we are not trying to have that energy. So just a friendly reminder to... Uh, block and report any spammers that reach out to you. That would be amazing and so helpful for us. Um, and yeah, we just are so excited. We love you. We love this spring sprout energy. Yeah. Happy, spring, happy spring. Happy <laughs> spring. 